everybody. Welcome to another fantastic episode of 90 Day 3-Way featuring just myself and Tamara. So 90 Day 2-Way. <laughs> Yay! Kelly is still off being amazing somewhere in the world. She's having a great time. Kelly, we miss you. We don't know when you're coming back, though, but we miss you. <laughs> bring us back some pasta. Seriously, if bring me back some. that gives anybody a hint where she is. Mm-hmm. I'll take some I pasta that's where and she some is. fresh mozzarella. Thanks. Yes. Um, <clears throat> Anyway, before we get into this little episode, this little recap, let me remind you guys where you can find us on the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all at 90 Day 3-Way, and TikTok at 90 Day 3-Way, the podcast. So um, there were a couple of instances in last night's episode where there was food involved, Gino with the macaroni, which was great, we'll get into that. But then Tamara, um, was it Riley's dad who was making curry goat? Yes. Have you ever had that? Yes, and I make curry goat, and my family eats curry goat. And the first thing my husband said to me, he was like, "What is that in the pot? And why does it look so watery?" He's like, "Is that curry?" And I was like, <laughs> and I said, "Oh, he must be Jamaican because Jamaican people do a lot of curry goat." And then my husband goes, "Oh no, look Uh-oh. at his T-shirt. He's from Trinidad." And I'm like. No. Trinidad Man. is representing. First and foremost, let me say, we do not, <laughs> we, as in my family and most Trinidadians, and if anybody's a Trini out there, reach out to us and tell me otherwise if your family does it differently. But we do not eat curry goat or any curry with rice and peas, which is what it looked like he was serving it with. It's you either eat it with roti or with white rice. So oh. he needs to, he needs to like, represent 100 if that's what he's gonna do and curry goat is delicious for anybody that has not had it it's like lamb oh all right i was fascinated because yeah. i'd never heard of it before so yeah if you're a lamb eater you like lamb it's the same oh i was wondering that because i have had lamb and i do like lamb so. mm-hmm. i don't know just be i i don't know if it'd be weird if i'm having a goat i don't know if i could like <laughs> mentally get over it and be like that's a goat yeah i also had the uh on Saturday, I had veal brains. Sorry mm-hmm. to all the animal rights people. That's the I, one meat I will never eat is veal. Yeah, I Ugh. didn't realize what it was until I, we were at like some like experimental dinner type place and the mm. chef just brought it and I popped the whole thing in my mouth <gasps> and then it was like, oh, those veal brains. And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Was it, was it and <laughs> I also had... Uh, tonsils of some sort and that was delicious yeah wow. I'm a, you know me I'm an adventurous eater <laughs> I know like I was out Saturday night I went to a soccer game I went to a the training facility and then I had like VIP access on the sidelines and I was like hanging out with the soccer people and then I had a salad so that was oh. like you had <laughs> veal like... brains I had a salad <laughs> <laughs> well I balanced it out by having a salad the next day. How about that? <laughs> well, I didn't want a salad, but like I didn't really want pulled pork. Not my thing. And like, ran, like I don't know. I don't even know what else was there. It's just barbecued stuff. I was like, yeah, yeah I'm good. Yeah. I love barbecue, but I'm an adventurous eater. And I'm sorry for all the animal rights people that I ate veal brain. I know we should not be eating veal. No. It's a whole thing. Didn't it is a know. whole thing. Sorry, I did it. Couldn't. I've been adamant about that since I was like 14 yeah, when I found sorry. out what happened. <laughs> couldn't, no. couldn't change it. It was too late. <laughs> you didn't know. It's so, okay. <laughs> um, and I also wanted to talk about, um, hey, everybody, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, some of our comments that we made last week about um, 
the deaf community or the hearing impaired, we got a message from Lisa on Instagram. And she said, I just wanted to let you know that David should be referred to as deaf, not hearing impaired. The later term is actually considered insulting by many in the deaf community. To be honest, I didn't know that myself until I was in an ASL class. So, you know, also, yes, deaf people can drive and there are numerous sign languages around the world, including Filipino sign language. ASL is mainly used in the U.S. and Canada and is actually closer linguistically to French sign language than British British sign language. So that's fascinating. It was fascinating to learn all of that. Thank you, Lisa, for educating us. And I'm sharing it with all of you who are listening because... As we always say, we don't Google anything no. and we ta- we treat this podcast like we're sitting on the couch discussing what's happening in front of us on TV. Exactly. So it's not that we're not educated human beings. It's just that we're keeping true to the reality TV show that we watch, <laughs> which is 90 Day Fiance and no one Googles anything. Exactly. But, we, need, we mean no harm. We right. And things. if you ever want to send us like a like a correction or like, hey, you guys didn't do this right. We're never upset about it. We're never angry about it. We're ne- we just want to learn as well. So if you take the time to send us a message, we're, of course, going to like read it and explain why we got it and all that. So I'm saying all of that to say send us messages. <laughs> <laughs> And um, don't hold anything against us. We're just the little podcast that could. <laughs> exactly. We're just, right. We just kind of came out of nowhere. We're just like, we're going to say things. Right. Yes. Whoops. Yes. But thank you, Lisa. We appreciate that. All right. Should we get into this little episode yes. of ours? Let's get into the little podcast that could. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick it off this week. And I really, really want to start with the couple that just made a lasting impression on me because I felt like I needed to take a shower and wash my mouth out with soap after I watched them. And it was Gino and Jasmine. Ugh. <laughs> she looked like a vampire. <sighs> just in so many ways. But- I just, I mean, it started off okay. Like, you know, Gino's with his family. They're having the big Italian dinner. I was into it, making pasta. I was, go- I got all excited. I was like, I need to get my pasta machine out. Maybe I'll do this this week. I was like, yeah. You know, and then he's got his little Hawaiian shirts on and his funky hat. And everyone likes it. His family was like, you look good. Gino well, got a glow up. Yeah, he had a glow up. Well, when he looked like he looked before, wouldn't you, didn't, don't you think his Panama Jack look <laughs> works? I mean, I don't know. None of it's none of it is really my taste. So I guess he looks better. But good for you, Gino, and good for you for making homemade pasta. Yay. I know. And Uncle Marco, we love Uncle Marco. Oh, I like a good Mar- Uncle Marco quote. Yeah, and he's like, and I love that the whole family was having like the like Sunday pasta, you know, Sunday gravy, isn't that what? Yes, yes, yes. Sunday gravy night at the community room at Uncle Marco's possible senior community living right. situation. <laughs> It wasn't it their house? No, it was it oh. was in this community room. Oh, I thought it was at his house. Oh, no, right. I maybe I was just so obsessed with the pasta that I didn't yeah. see where they were. It looked good. It, did. it made me want pasta. I love uh, a good homemade pasta. Yeah, and I love that his cousin was like, "You still got them sandals? I mean, you look good." And he's like, "Yep, still oh got God. the sandals." The Jesus cruisers. Yeah. <laughs> just don't. And then the Uncle socks. Marco asked him about the um, what did he ask him about the the apartment, and, and oh, if he yeah, paid yeah, for yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. 
because um, I guess she Jasmine is very active on the social media as one is, mm-hmm. and she was posting stuff, and they noticed it. So yep. they, I think they wanted to know who's paying for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gino in his little Gino way is like, well, I help out sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> My voice is too deep to do a Gino laugh, and then he's like, it's like, d- d-, and then they're like, did you bring up the prenup? And then he's like, well, <laughs> you know, Jasmine, Jasmine feels weird about the prenup. <laughs> Like, I don't think he ever, he never did bring it up to her though, right? It when came up showed, on the, um, they showed a clip of the. On the tell-all. Mm-hmm. Like that was it though. Yeah. Because, you know, Jasmine took it like a very calm, coordinated, you know, woman. She was Fembot. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she, because, but you know, but he wants to protect, protect himself and, you know, and they're like, do you really want to build a relationship like this? And. You know, you're afraid to bring up the issues and, you know, I think it was Michelle, his other uncle's wife or somebody was like, he rolls with the punches yeah, and like he needs to stick up for himself, which reminded me of the color purple. (laughs) When do you remember? Do you remember the color purple? I saw it so long ago. It's all it's such a pivotal scene because it's like it's Oprah's scene where she won the Academy Award for Uh where like they told like the um Celie told her to stand up for herself to Harpo. Yeah. And she stood up and he punched her. He yes. beat her. Yep. And so it's like I'm like, oh God, no. Yeah. Don't Gino, don't <laughs> don't stand don't do up that, for Gino. yourself. You're gonna get beat up. She's got like, those nails on that are about twenty inches long. So right, watch out. Right. Like that's like that's all I thought about. I was like, oh nope, don't don't ever tell somebody to stand up for themselves with someone like Jasmine because she's <laughs> gonna get she's gonna get feisty and he's gonna get punched. She and, is going to get feisty. And he's like, but I'm going to stand up for myself, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. <laughs> he That reminded me, you know, you know the, the, the Christmas special, the, what is it, Rudolph with the little elf that wants to be a dentist? Yeah. <laughs> that's reminded me of, of him. I can't think of his name, but that's what I thought of when Gina was yeah. like, I'm going to stand up for myself. I'm, I'm going to be a dentist. <laughs> Jasmine. <laughs> he's like, but it may not be that go good. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, not. Cheeto girl, no, it's not going to be good. No. It's going to go very bad. <laughs> right. And then he's like, he's like, I'm going to Panama, going to Panama. Mm-hmm. Uncle Marco picks him up, takes him to the airport. And he's like, you know, hopefully she treats you a little better than the last time. And don't let her push you around. And he goes, she bounces those boobs and his common sense turns to jelly. <laughs> <laughs> well, before before we get him going to the airport, we it cuts over to Jasmine out with her friends. Mm. And they give I blocked her a, that fucking scene, girl. I blocked they, it. Why? I blocked it. But why? go into it. You go into it. I am not. Well, they say they give they're all sitting there and they're talking and laughing and they got we got a surprise for you, Jasmine. And they give her this paper bag and she opens it up and you would have thought that she was given the keys to the kingdom. Oh my God. <laughs> Cause I'm looking at it and I was like, oh wow. Jasmine I got did not some need to baby see blue this. butt plugs. Right. <laughs> or learn about this. No. And in my head, I was thinking. So because she went last week, we saw she went to go possibly have surgery to, you know, make herself a quote unquote virgin again. Yes. And she thinks the reason why he can't finish is because she's had children. That's not why. Does she think that rare entry will (laughs) allow him to finish? 
Is Gino into that though? I don't know. Is I Gino don't look at Gino sex? and think he's no. an ass man. Like he's a total ass man. I don't. I don't get the vibe from him. I don't. I don't get the vibe that Gino. Gino is so afraid of Jasmine. He just likes the idea of Jasmine. He doesn't yeah. really want to touch her. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like I'm afraid. <laughs> like it's the ultimate like S and M relationship, but. It's like they're not playing parts. They're just like, you know. Well, it's like an S&M relationship, but only one of them's into the S&M. <laughs> the other one's just kind of floating around going, what's happening now? Right. Oh, my God. Jasmine. <laughs> oh just like, oh, Jesus. I blocked that whole thing out. I must admit. Oh, I was, I was, I was all. Because I think at one point Jasmine's like, you guys can help me use these. And I'm looking at her no, going, no. she didn't say that. I think, didn't she say that you guys can help me? Oh, my God. I swear to God. Maybe I misunderstood or maybe I don't know. Maybe because I I was staring at the sizes and I was like, all right, <laughs> Jasmine, do you and have then, all the necessary equipment to use that? Right. And OK, now that we've talked about that and the yes. turquoise colored butt plugs at that, because it was a nice color. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> so now I know what to get you for Christmas, Lynn. Oh, no. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's a, a no-go zone. <laughs> <laughs> Turquoise butt plugs on its way to you. I so prefer then, green, but that's like, just you me. know, she, the, he gets to Panama, and yeah. he's like, you know, doing his whole thing. And she's like, oh, my God, my baby, I didn't wear deodorant. Oh, my God, oh, my God. She's doing that whole chaotic Jasmine thing. And well, then he shows up, and I was so grossed out by that kiss. Okay, before we get to the kiss... Because it, for, all right, so we go from the butt plug at the restaurant to Gino in the car with his uncle, Marco, going to the airport. And then, and then Gino's at the airport and he's in line. Because as you do when you travel international, you leave your passport tucked in your underwear. Oh, that, see, I blocked out all the crazy. Oh, my God. I'm watching and I'm like, that's where I've been going wrong all these years. <laughs> I don't yeah, my passport I'm, deep in my underwear. Right. Because I'm always afraid I'm going to lose my passport whenever I travel. Really? No, I'm being sarcastic. Oh, okay. (laughs) Like, I mean, it's the thing you keep closest to you, yes. Exactly. But you also don't keep it in your... He had like a belt bag inside of his underwear. He had like a pair of pants on over a pair of sweatpants over underwear over something over the thing with the passport in it. Like he was layered. So it would take a lot for someone if they really wanted to steal his passport to get to it. Yeah, he... He, yeah, I don't, I think I've seen that on Amazon. It's like an anti-theft thing. But yeah, Gino. But I mean, if I'm standing in line at the airport and the man behind me is undoing his pants and sticking his hand in, I'm going to be like, sir, (laughs) sir, excuse me. Luckily, there's a lot of security there. So hopefully, hopefully we wouldn't think he was taking anything else out. Oh, but you never know. (laughs) You never know. Um, But the kiss can we get to the kiss now we now we can get to the kiss because jasmine was beside herself that she couldn't wait to hug him kiss him grab his ass and all this other stuff and i um i just i had nightmares about this this was (laughs) like she She was attacking his mouth yeah she ate him and it was all over his face well, I mean, how much, I want to know how much, she, she must have reapplied her lipstick before he got there. Okay, and do they not have, like, you know, stay put lipstick in Panama? I don't think Jasmine is that kind of girl. I don't think she likes matte lipstick. I think she's glossy girl. Okay, okay we could all, we, 
I'm a glossy girl. girl. Just saying. I'm a glossy girl too, but like <laughs> that was chaos. That that whole lipstick scene described their whole relationship. It did because it looked like two vampires afterwards. When they parted, it was like <laughs> It was like after a vampire feeds yes, on somebody. Yes, And then she was like, is my makeup all messed up? He's like, no, no. you look good. You look good. <laughs> I was like, Gino, you are lying to your wife. <laughs> Gino's Stop a liar. It. The boy's a liar. <laughs> Gino's a liar. He is a liar. That's all we know about Gino. He <sighs> And he lies because he's afraid. Yeah. Because you don't want to say to your girlfriend that you're just seeing, no, actually, your makeup is all over the place, which right. I would prefer someone to say to me. Right. I mean, it's like, please tell me if there's makeup all over my face so I could look better on TV. But he was like, nah, you look good, girl. Look good. Yeah, they look great. Both of them. She's like, I can't wait to eat you. And he's Mm, like, she just did. God. God, she just did. She was like, I'm afraid. (laughs) Again. (laughs) Then she was was like, it's a good thing we're in public. Otherwise, my lipstick would be all over my favorite piece of meat. And I'm like, honey, what stopped the dad stopped you like being in public? Oh, we also forgot to discuss the fact that Gino's cousin reached out to her on social media and asked how much do you love my cousin. My notes are all out of place because I did Gino and Jasmine separately. That's why I kept missing stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, So they're like, they're like, she said that the cousin reached out to her and she was pissed about that. She's like, they see me as an opportunist. And then we get the part where she says, I want him to leave me in his well as owning everything. Yeah, that was hilarious. I was like, what the? (laughs) No. Well, because his family was questioning, I think, if she loves him for real. I think that was the comment that she left on that the cousin left on social media. Right. Do you love my cousin for real kind of thing? Right. I think she's into him. Yeah. No. I don't think so. I don't I don't know. I these I can't read her. Like, there are times where I think she's genuinely into him, and there are times where I think she looks at him as an opportunity. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I sometimes it's there, sometimes him. it's not. But I don't know. I, I hope she's into him, and he's not just an opportunity because, I mean, it's a very common thing for someone to say, oh, they're just using you for a green card. Right. You know, Which is, when, like, what we hear on all of these shows, right? Exactly. Exactly. But so. I feel like, she's into him but i could be wrong i could be wrong i think she's into his bank account because clearly she wants to be in his will and she wants all of his stuff well i mean she's like i'm leaving my beautiful country with oceans and da da da. i was like girl then just stay there stay there i mean michigan has nice lakes it's like you're not going to be without water right like you're it's the pretty. one that wants to come to america he yeah. is just wanting to bring you to america yeah you guys want to be together, pick a country to stay in. It's kind of that easy. Is it? Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know, but that went into a whole thing. But the whole, the will thing, I was just like, I I mean, Gino has other family. I'm sure he wants to leave some of his things to his other family members, you know? I mean, yeah. I have other family. It's not just me and the Dane. Like, I have a brother. I have cousins. Like, I'm not just going to leave everything to the Dane. Right. Sorry. Right. It's not happening. No. I mean. <laughs> and then I'm she said, like, what if he me. dies in a year? Didn't she say that? Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> then, like, like this was also the conversation that they had where it's like, you can give your coochie to anybody, but not your back door. I was oh. <laughs> Actually, you can give your back door to anybody, too. But, okay. Jasmine talking about, let's talk, now that we're talking about being backdoored, let's get into uh, Ty Ray. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. That's poor, a, all right. I wasn't expecting that segue for Tyre. Yeah, okay. because, you know, he's being backdoored. He's like, she does, there's nobody there. There's nobody there. And, like, Tyre is just, like... This, okay, this season of 90 Day, like right now, I'm like feeling super depressed because like really? first we've got a catfish, then we've got a widow, widow, then we've got like a hearing deaf, deaf person. Sorry, Lisa, I tried. Um, You know, so like, I mean, I and then like we saw where Sheila lived like that, like was hard. Oh, it's that was so tra- everything is fucking tragic. And That's I'm rough. like, you know, it's really hard to make fun of the show when people are peopling like hardcore out in these streets but it's still easy to make fun of it, it i can you can still find stuff to laugh at come i know on. but i can't laugh Rasmin at stripping I, in the middle of like a like a park i mean come on who who is what's his face Rasmin when he was on his little TikTok, oh Rasmin, like, we can make fun of the we can make fun of him for sure but like you <laughs> know like, like tyrae anyway. like he's like a big Poor teddy guy. bear you know and like the next day like they he wakes up and the producers are chatting with him and he's like you know, telling him you've been messaging with a man named Christian. And, you know, I felt like the producers were very caring towards him. Like, they weren't, like, mean. They were like, this sucks, bro. Like, sorry, you know? Yeah. And he says he's disappointed in himself. And he didn't think he was getting played. And he wasn't sending a lot of money. He sent her a little money. And I think he sent her between, I'm sorry, he sent them between 50 to to $100 a month. I mean, that's not a little bit of money if you're not working. Correct. And then because you're you're taking off your top in order to help this girl, quote unquote, girlfriend. Right. Mm -hmm. And then he messaged them. No response. And he continues to be in denial. Well, there was one screenshot that they had up of um, the some of the messages they exchanged. Mm -hmm. And he Tyree had sent, you know, good morning, beautiful or whatever it was. And Carmela's response was, I just sent you a PayPal request. Oh, that's right. I saw that. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, hard. That's hard. Oh, I was like, wow, that is, I mean, right to the point. Like, right to the point. Not even good morning. Just, I sent you a PayPal request. Right. I mean, like, that's how I'm going to respond to my my husband's good morning text. Right. Be like, I sent you a PayPal request. I sent you Venmo. Yeah. Pay me. <laughs> Did you get my Venmo yeah. request? <laughs> and it's like, you know, he continues to be in denial. He doesn't want to walk away from her. Maybe the producers are wrong. Oh, that you know. made me so sad. It's so sad, right? So and sad. then he's like, I'm going to tell my brother, Ronald, and my sister, Lashanti. And, you know, he's like, I usually am the one that, like, hides my emotions and keeps everything in. And I try not to burden my family. And, you know, the sister's like, well, it's really strange that he wants to meet with us to talk about whatever situation is happening. Right. And girl, then we find that. out this boy went to Barbados before. Mm-hmm. I was like, you did what? You yeah. went to. Bar- he went Sir. to go meet Carmela and she never showed up. Sir. Sir. <laughs> that's a that's one of the big. That's like, what's his face? Caesar waiting. At right. The hotel. Right. And he's like, I went to Barbados. And then during quarantine, during COVID. Yeah. During COVID. for three days. And then the last two, she was supposed to come. She never did. My God. I was like, when he dropped that bomb on us, I was like, so you went to Barbados and she didn't show up. Didn't show but up. But you kept believing you were not being catfish after referencing catfish 
during your interview. Yeah, he's like, oh, I watch Catfish. I'm like, not close enough. Do you watch it with, like, with the, like... Like, do you watch it it on mute? (laughs) (laughs) What are you watching? Because clearly, we all know a catfish. We all know. Thanks, Neve. Like, you know, like, it's like, because of of Neve, we know how to find a catfish. And you have been doing this for four years and you still believe this was denial, denial, denial. It's true. It's strong. I felt bad when he, he is in such denial because he's like, well, maybe, you know, somebody took her phone and sent those messages. and Right. So I'm like, no, 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 right. no. You only talk on Snapchat. You've never had a video call. She didn't show up when you went to Barbados the first time. And um, she just wants to know if you got her PayPal request. Right. And they That's said, it. like, you know, then, then his like his sister is like. You know, they were like, he's like, there's a recording of the person saying that they're not them or whatever. And he's like, she's like, well, we should hear it. Like, do I you thought this hear was it? cute. I thought yeah. this, was, this was a nice supportive moment though, yes, with the yes. siblings when they all held hands for that. I liked that. And then he gets so upset at the beginning of the recording. He gets up and bolts out the door mm-hmm. because yet again, it's hard to acknowledge reality. Well, you know? I think it's hard to hear a male voice when you think you've been conversing with a, a woman for four right. years, you know? Hi, I'm Christian. No. No, you're not. <laughs> well, and, like, not only that, but, like, it's just, he just, I think he knows in his heart mm-hmm. the truth, but he doesn't want to acknowledge it. It's like when we're on vacation and we're having the best time ever and we actually think we live in the place that we are, we are at. We're like, oh, we live here now. And we're like, you're like then you get that check-in. For your flight to go home. Oh, you mean I don't really live in London? Yeah, because like, I get that feeling every time. You're I'm like, there. I have to go home. Shit. You know, leave. like that's what that's what his reality is in this moment. You know, like yeah. damn that that like life of living as a local is no longer really the no. my truth. You know, so yeah, we don't see anything else from him, and he just kind of bolts out the door, and uh, that's that. Yeah, his sister goes out. And I think his brother goes out after him. It's just, it's humiliating. Like, I feel bad. It is. It it's is. Sad. And speaking of another man that was upset by um, learning some information, we are now going to jump to Riley. Riley and the goat. Yeah. Riley and the goat. <laughs> he is visiting his dad. Um, he says that they don't have a, a very close relationship, but, you know, he his dad almost died with covid and you know he's just going to visit him before he leaves to go to vietnam to see sheila is his girl no what's her name violet violet i know i get i get them confused too because i'm like wait a minute yeah um i I, they don't look anything alike but one's older and like clearly one is from vietnam and one is from the philippines so like they're clearly not nowhere near being close to looking alike no, but i think the only way i remember sheila now i differentiate her is when every time david says her name he does like a like a he signs a smiley face around his oh, face because he's oh. so happy so i'm like okay that's sheila. yeah i get i get i got i i don't know why they don't have um names that stick out to me i guess like he, his no, name is don't. riley yeah and like you know i violet i guess is kind of a I don't know, a different name, but she's she's definitely older than Sheila for sure, I think, from what I can see. Violet is 42. Okay, yeah, yeah. definitely she's older. She's closer than Sheila. in age to Riley. Yeah. 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 And um 
so he goes to his dad's house. Dad's making the curry goat. Curry goat is a little um, runny for my liking, but, you know, to each his own. Um, and then I wrote, first and foremost, you don't eat it with rice and peas. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's my notes. <laughs> first things first. Um, Reading it wrong. Um, and his dad's like, why are you going there? Typical conversation I would have with my parents, you know. Mm-hmm. And then typical to my parents also, they would just drop the bomb on me that right. this person's been messaging them. And sent them over 150 text messages. P.S. Yeah. <laughs> Your girlfriend's been texting me. Right. It's not good. Yeah. She didn't. She wasn't like a, hey, hope you feel better text. It was. But how did she get his dad's phone number? Like, that's weird. Well, I think Riley in like in the lead up while they were doing the, the meal and stuff, I think Riley was in his, you know, recorded interview or whatever was saying that he um, Violet had spoken to his dad when he was sick. So I think she had his number. Oh, okay. I think that's how it went, if I remember it correctly. But because when they, when she was texting the dad, it was when he was when Riley and she were on the outs. They had had a fight, or something had happened. So he was sending, she was sending the dad all those messages saying that your son's always going to be alone and like kind of bad mouthing him, that kind of stuff. That you know he doesn't love me and whatever. I think that's what it was. Yeah, it was. She was like literally saying all of that stupid shit, and then he got so, like, she's like, "I'll never be your daughter-in-law." Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, um, Riley's upset and Dad feels bad, but I think that was his dad's last ditch effort of being like, "You don't really need to go there to meet this lady," you know? She doesn't seem very genuine. And then Riley's brilliant idea is to get a private investigator, as you do, right in Vietnam. (laughs) To get information on her. But apparently this P.I. is is in demand. I guess so. I guess so. Like, maybe we need to move to Vietnam and open up a a private investigation firm. Yeah, but I don't want to really be following people around. You think he's following anybody? He's like, oh, at her on social media. I'll send her a message. Yeah, she's good. She didn't read. She's like, there's so like, I feel like he's not doing anything but sitting in his house and being like, yeah, he I'm might not, not be because I yeah. had like all these visuals of him, like, you know, with the with the Mission Impossible theme on in the background, like sneaking up behind her, following her into restaurants and, and eavesdropping then, on conversations. Right, right. And then probably not. Riley asked him, like, how many percentage of like, you know, I, I don't I don't remember what how, how the question was posed, but he threw out the stat that 80 percent of the women lie. <laughs> Which is funny because Riley was like, what, like 50? He's like 80. 80? <laughs> right. I was like, that's a high percentage. Super high. Like, that's what are they doing over there in Vietnam? Oh, man. They're just oh. like, you know, over there, like, they're like, I know, I'll tell this American I'm divorced, but really, I have two husbands, but... I, I, the Americans hire the P. You don't think they know that Americans are hiring the PI? If I was him, I would do a reverse on this guy and be like, "Look, you pay me a little, you know, get a little extra money from him. You pay me something, and I'm gonna tell him I found nothing. <laughs> get money from both sides is all I'm saying. And you know, the trans. The, I'm sorry, not the translator. The private investigator. He looked a little sketchy. That's all I'm saying. Okay. He looked like he was enjoying himself. He's like, ah, another American. Yeah, he looked spying a little on sketchy. his girlfriend. So I think he's dipping on both ends. Like he's like, um, Violet, uh, let me get a little, um, a little money from you. I'm gonna tell him, get extra money from him. You could pay me with that. I'm gonna tell him I found nothing. 
And then I'll take the money from him and tell him I found nothing. So we all win. (laughs) (sighs) But I mean, all right. So, but in Riley's case, do you think if he didn't have all the trust issues that he has because of all the cheating that happened to him prior with the girl that went to Philly and never came back, like he would have, he would be doing this? Do you think he would just go on trust if that Um, hadn't happened to him? Yeah, no, I think it's hard to trust somebody in another country. I think even in the same country, it's hard to trust somebody in a long distance relationship. It's hard to trust somebody down the street. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. In a long distance relationship, I think it's super hard. And like, like outside of the country, probably double as double, you know, yeah. I would guess. And until you're there with that person, it's hard to like see it. But Riley's also awkward and weird, right? So like, it just feels very strange to me. Well, remember, Riley is because he's military, former military. So he's trained to think of the oh, worst that's possible right. he works for scenario. TSA. Hmm? He works for T- No, I said he works for TSA. <laughs> but he <laughs> was in I the army or wherever. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know what he does. I just. He works so for don't come at security. Me. Don't come at me about confusing Violet and Sheila. Don't come at me <laughs> for saying Riley works for TSA. I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to get by here. I have a regular job where I'm trying to remember shit for that job and remember shit for the fucking podcast. <laughs> God forbid I I say some shit in my regular job. Like, Mm. what about Riley and Violet? (laughs) What about this? (laughs) (laughs) It's a fever dream. My life is a fever dream (gasps) at all costs. (laughs) So that's really what happened with Riley. And I think next week he might be actually meeting Violet in Vietnam. Well, I think he ends up. Yeah. Wait, did we see Violet with her friends or is that in the previews? We saw... Yeah, that was that was on next time, I think, because we didn't yeah. see her. We haven't really, quote unquote, met Violet yet. Correct. So. Which is why I'm having a hard time remembering her, because I'm just like, I don't I don't know. I, I don't know who she is. <laughs> like, she's just like a, like a sweet older lady. <laughs> and well, we saw her last week when they did that really goofy um, video chat where they right, gave each other the right, finger yeah. instead of saying I love you. Like, that was what we got. And you know what it is with her? Sometimes she, it's like, I don't know, sometimes she looks younger in her photos and sometimes she looks older. So it's the like, filters. Huh? It's the filters. Yeah. Is that what it is? Because it's the same thing with um, with Sheila. She'll look different in a, in a picture than she does ah. in actuality. Like, they'll use, it's the filter. I mean, I use filters. So, <laughs> we all use ah. filters. Yeah. Yeah. I don't usually use the face filters. I usually use no. the, um, like, the color filters. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't use a filter. Like, there's the one that's going around on TikTok, the bold glamour, which I think is hilarious. I use that, and I was like, damn. But other than that, no, oh, yeah. I don't use filters I don't usually like that. use those, but maybe I'll <laughs> give it a try. Um, so I could look like a younger version of myself. It's called bold glamour. Like, it's so good. Like, if you put your hand in front of your face, you know how some filters, like, you can see it on your hand? This mm-hmm. one, there's no... You can't you can't tell this filter. Hmm. The only thing I don't like about it is it it's it's the way the um they do the lips. It's like Kylie Jenner lips. I'm like I don't want that. Oh, but the yeah. eyes are really good. Oh, I'll I'll give it a give it a whirl. I think you should try it. See what I think about it. <laughs> okay, so Speaking Riley of- is possibly on his way to Vietnam to meet Violet. Rylet. That's their couple name. Rylet. Okay. Rylet. Okay. <laughs> so I can remember that shit. Like um it. and now we're on to David. Okay. We'll go into David. Hi David. David, David is, is on going, his way. Yes, to the Philippines. He has his little friend Carlos driving him. What a nice friend. He is, and he's, Carlos is very worried about him being able to communicate with Sheila. 
Yes. And, you know, he's driving him and signing. And then David says, keep focus your on the road. <laughs> what did he say? Keep your hands on the road. He said, focus on the road. And I was like, thank you, David. Right. <laughs> and um, Carlos tells us, you know, he's playing it cool, but he's nervous. I hope he doesn't get his heart broken. Mm-hmm. And we learn from David that it's been 18 years since he's flown. That's a long time for and anybody. Some, my husband said this to me, and I don't know how you feel or how anybody who's listening feels about this, but he said, I hate that they're making us feel bad for him because he's he's deaf. Like, you know, it's not, it's just the same as anyone else. Like, but the way the music, the way they're like making it quiet when he's in the airport, they're making us feel bad for him and I don't want to feel bad for him I want to just see him as a person who's going through a situation on a tv show I kind of like a little bit I like it how they're making everything quiet or like drowned out when he's in public just to kind of give you an idea I mean right I don't know what it feels like to not have my hearing but I like that aspect of it what I don't like is they do kind of paint they're editing it in a way where it's like oh poor David he right. hasn't flown in 18 years oh right. poor David he doesn't know how he's gonna be able to you know right the flight attendants have to tell him when or have to notify him or right. you know it's just it's kind of like yeah he's he knows what he is doing he's nervous because it's been almost 20 years but he even said it in the previous episode he's not helpless right like he's a grown and man he, right he can do it they make in my husband said they're making him seem incapable but he's capable he's, he's absolutely capable, capable. Yeah. Like he's just like anyone else. And I'm like, you're yeah. so right. Because like your fr- your heart starts to feel bad for him. But it's just kind of like he's he's doing the damn thing, as they say, you yeah. know, he's getting through it. Yeah. And, you know, it, w- it was very interesting to learn that he kind of has to have like help at the airport to like you know, tell him it's time to board his flight. The flight's boarding, you know, yeah. like, you know, that kind of thing, because he's like, you know, if they don't like somebody doesn't tell me, I would just be standing around well yeah because he can't hear it like if his gate changes he wouldn't know because he can't hear it i mean unless he he's holding his phone and he has the app for the airline and it Mm -hmm. vibrates to let him know like he wouldn't know right so i mean that at that in that regard i'm like this poor guy like someone's got to tell him it's a lot it's a lot but he's super excited to to get there to go and he can't wait to meet sheila as he signs the happy face you know and then we meet sheila who mm-hmm. is in Cebu, Philippines. Mm-hmm. And she's a character. She's kind of, I like her. She's kind of funny. She's a spitfire. She's like, you yeah. know, I, I like her. She has a son, John Real, who is 12. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she said like she was 16 when she got pregnant. She didn't want to marry his dad. So she's kind of raised him on her own. Um, she lives with her parents. We got an intense tour of her home, mm-hmm. what her life is like. And, you know, we learned that a fire and a typhoon has affected their home. They don't have electricity, I think she said. They have low electricity. They don't have running water. Right. I was like, hold up. Wait a minute. All my single ladies out there. You mean this girl don't have no electricity, but she found her a man? And then you were telling me you're the, you're you're here. You have Wi-Fi. You got twelve phones. You got an iPad. All of that stuff. You live and in you a can't metropolitan find a area on the East Coast, and you can't find a guy. <laughs> right. 
No excuses, <laughs> ladies. No excuses. I'm Let in Manhattan Sheila and I can't your find guide. a man. There's 8 million of them. <laughs> right. Let <laughs> Sheila be your guide. She had none of the things that you got and she found her a man. She so did. when you're crying to me, telling me that you're single, and you can't find a man. I'm going to hold up a picture of Sheila. <laughs> Show them this segment. Be like, this is <laughs> Sheila. She found a man. Here is on Sheila. On the other side she, of the world. This is her life. This is where she lives. This is her situation. No electricity. She found she love. She found a man. She found love and you can't. <laughs> right. So, you know, and then she says, and we have a toilet. And they pointed to a bucket in the corner. I thought of you immediately. I was like, oh, Jesus. Immediately. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. I was like, I was no, like no. poor Sheila. But this is her life. So it's same, yet again, I should not be feeling bad for her because this is her life, right? This is the yeah. reality of everybody everywhere. We all live the life that we have been dealt with, you know? I guess, yeah. And um, then she, we we meet her parents and her dad is already like, um, that's great that he's coming. Can he um, give us some money? Right, already. He's like, so how much money he's going to give us to help fix the house? Right. Excuse me? And I'm like, damn, daddy, chill. <laughs> like, I mean, I think him. David sent her already, what, $3,000? Right. Right. Yeah. And she's like, I can't ask him for any more. And I think she's really into him. I think she likes him because she's like, you know, I get butterflies whenever we talk. That's cute. And, you know, we learned a little bit about her hearing. Um, is she considered hearing impaired? Well, she's stuck a stick in her ear. So she did it to herself. She, she was a kid. You know how many things I stuck all over myself? I st- <laughs> like, I, like, listen, when you grow up in a fucking third world country, there's not a lot of Fisher Price toys to come by, you know? <laughs> So, what does this do? Let me stick it in my ear. Yeah, oh, yeah, she, you're all like, you're all like, what is this? I mean, I used to like when it rained, I used to like put leaves and have it like run down the like the 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 water. And so like I could do boat races with the fucking leaves. You know, this shit you do that you may not do in America. I'm just I mean, I used to play out in the backyard with stuff, but I never stuck anything in my ear right. purposefully. But kids yeah, stick so that's things and things she, all the time. <laughs> like, I used to make mud pies in the backyard. Yeah, I did that too. Yeah, I grew too. up in a small town. I'm like, right. Man. There I did go. that, too. But still, it was just, you know, you get into all kinds of shit, you know. So I, I get that that was probably not the smartest thing to do. But she was three, I think, when she did it. She Is was, that what she said? I think six. I think. Yeah. yeah like so, six, I mean, and then she, she did it. You know, she was like, she probably didn't mean it either. It was probably no. one of those things where she turned, like, I'm someone that I messed up my tooth by turning my head really quickly and jabbing my toothbrush into my tooth and, like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean. My- when you're a kid, you do things like yeah. I remember when I was a kid, we were at a cookout at a cousin's house and my brother walked over to the Weber grill and put his hand right on the top of the cover and burned his hand. Like, See? you're just a kid. You don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he I've had to go to the situations. emergency room and it was a scene. Right. But, you so know, I can't blame poor she- Sheila for what happened, you know. <laughs> no. So, you know, she she said she feels safe with David and um, she understands him. And, you know, she like really doesn't want to push him for more money. Um, because she's really thankful for him. Yeah. And I think the other, just one more thing with Sheila, I think what she did say was her hearing situation is going to get worse over time. Yeah, which I found interesting. It's going to deteriorate. So, yeah, she's, I think being with David will probably be a good thing for her. I don't know how that works. How is that supposed to work? What do you like mean? Like that her hearing is going to get worse over time? Well, she damaged her drum, her eardrum. And I think right now she's wearing a hearing aid to help. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just, I just, she just said it's going to get worse. Yeah. Well, and I don't I mean, know. I'm assuming just in that one year. 
Um, I don't know. I haven't, I don't know. Maybe we'll learn more about it as the series goes on. Yeah, hopefully we learn a little bit more. And then we, she goes and meets up with her friends to yes, get a cute little shopping. book to go pick her man up. Well, and they go kinda, shopping. Yeah, it's kind of cute. You know, they're like, oh my gosh, girl, your boyfriend's coming. <laughs> I liked cute. her friends' names. I was like, Mars and Mars and Salem. I was like, you, your friends have cat names. Yeah, those are interesting <laughs> names. Yeah. I liked their names. I was like, I'll remember these. Yeah. And they, but they were all like girl talking, like he he he, you know, like that's so great, he's coming, and you know, so excited for you. And they ask um, the very important question that all women ask one another when they're meeting a boyfriend for the first time, who you've only seen online. Have you seen him naked? I know. <laughs> yes. Yes. And we had to hear the whole thing where he's shown her the eggplant, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh lord. <laughs> Got to see the eggplant. Yeah, and I was like, okay, it. girl. She's, she's, she's like, into it's him. delicious. She's into him. <laughs> And, um, you know, then they ask her, does he know about you? And I was like, oh, shit, what what are we missing here? Mm. And then we find out she's a jealous, jealous person. Yeah. Which, you know, lots of people are jealous. It's not a bad thing, but is hers really bad? Um, I think what it was, the person she was with before cheated on her. Is, yeah. that, what, is that what it is? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know how jealous she is. She might just be saying she's jealous and we don't know yet. Yeah. And she brings up a good point that, you know, it makes it hard that the hearing impaired, the being deaf, sorry, um, makes it hard for him to be able to discuss feelings and arguments and that kind of thing. Maybe. So she said that. Oh, oh, she did. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I missed that. Yeah. So now we are on to Rosvin and Amanda. Okay, these two are quickly becoming my favorite couple. Really? Yeah. Do tell why. I don't know. I just, he, because in the beginning, I wasn't really sure with this guy. But, I mean, it's only episode two. They could be throwing me for a complete loop and I could be being sucked in. And the next thing you know, I hate him in three weeks. I just, I just think he's, like, genuine. I don't know. I like him. And I like her. I feel, I feel, again, we feel bad for her because of, you know, her husband. It's only been eight months since her husband died. But, like, I don't know. I kind of like them. And I like, <laughs> I like the way they united at the airport when they saw each other for the first time. She looks like she'd rather be anywhere else in the world because she was so terrified and nervous. I know. <laughs> I know. But we'll get into that in a minute first because right. Right. she's going to get know, there. We hear her talking about God has given her a second chance at love. Right how she felt broken and then we meet Rosvin. He's talking to all his people. He's just I don't know, I just found him hilarious. I was entertained by him, which is his job. Right. Being an actor, model and social media influencer. He went from entertainer to influencer in a week, right. by the way. Right. And then he's like he told us he's made $2,000 in one month. Um he loves social media. It's because of social media that he met Amanda. Um and he fell in love within an hour. I mean, that's a strong emotion in an hour. He had a crush on her. (laughs) Right. He's like, you know, she seems like a sweetheart and I've never dated an American woman before. But, you know, it's his dream, of course, to become an actor like Arnold Schwarzenegger and, you know, Jean-Claude Sylvester Stallone. He filled out all the big guns. All the old guys. Yeah, all the old guys. So he wants, he really wants to, you know, make it big in America as an actor is what I was hearing in that commentary. And then we meet Dina or Diana. Tiana. Tiana, who is his friend. Yeah. 
and um, nothing between them. They're just close friends. Um, but, you know, I mean, maybe on his part, but she was surely like she was giving up him to... some eyes. Yeah, she was. I said, I don't know about you, but I always make come hither eyes at my friends. Right. I mean, he's attractive, so right. I, I can see why. But right. You know, he's like, oh, no, we worked on a project together. We're just friends. And meanwhile, right. she's like, you're doing what? Exactly. <laughs> she was like a little like catty about it. And then she's like, he's like, you know, she's like, oh, so you want to get married again? And we're like, then we learned that he was married before. Mm -hmm. He proposed to his last wife after one month and Mm -hmm. he's been married for six months. And he said he was married for six months to the ex-wife. So he falls in love very quickly is what apparently that's his red flag. Yes. One of the red flags. But yeah. And um, but he says he's not ready to be a daddy. He just wants to be a friend to the kids. Um. And we hear his friend say, well, I don't feel like she's ready to love him. And I hope she doesn't break his heart. I agreed with her there because I don't think Amanda is ready. Oh, no. To be in a relationship. But the thing with with Rosman, when he was talking about his his marriage that ended, it be, ended because of jealousy over his job. Mm-hmm. So uh, immediately he's he's walking into that again. The and same situation. Really, exactly. Right. So, yeah. And, like, the thing with her is, like, the whole time, like, so the, the we, we fast forward to, like, where it's, like, he's excited to meet her. He's getting ready. He can't figure out a shirt. He brought her a gift. She's at the airport. She looks as nervous, as, like, as if she's bringing drugs to another country. <laughs> she takes her suitcase off of the carousel and just plops it on the floor. That's happened to me. That, that has happened to me. I didn't mean for it to happen. It slipped. And I was like, I no, I that. think she did that intentionally. I think oh, that's how she? she takes her suitcase off. The- oh, I no, like, I didn't like, take it and fling it. Like I took it and it felt like it, it landed awkwardly and it fell over like that. And I was right. like, God damn it. Right. And then it's like, you know, she the thing that I she was giving young, like I am too young to be doing this. First of all, she's too young to be the mom of two kids that to leave them and go to another country to meet a man. I'm not judging. I am just saying my thoughts. And I think it, she's, it's a bit too young to do all of that. Right. And then she starts to like, she sees him and she, it's almost like she's like, she had an out of body experience. Well, well, cause I was like the whole thing about her being too young, like she's never been with anybody else but her husband, her mm-hmm. late husband. Mm-hmm. And they were together. She was very young, obviously, when they got together. And I think she, when she get like, this whole thing has become very real to her now, mm-hmm. now that she has landed and she's off the plane and she's seeing him for the first time. And the way I saw her reaction and the way I saw her when she saw him was like, it was like the regret flashed over her face. Like, what am I doing here? Yeah, shit got real. Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I doing right yeah. now? Yeah. But it was like, she couldn't even fake it. No, she couldn't. She couldn't even fake it. And he's like, he's so happy she she's there. And he's like, I'm like, she's being so weird. And she's she's like, I'm not feeling comfortable being physical with him. Like, yep. you know, and then he like kisses her. And then he kisses her again outside. And she's like, don't stick your tongue down my throat. And I was like, yeah. that's the young part, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, it's, the, it's the mixture of young. And I think she feels guilty that she's with another man right now. Right. Well, as you should. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what anyone's grieving period is for losing their husband or their wife or whomever. But it's like everybody grieves differently. 
but you should of course that that shows the deep love that you had for this person that right. you are still feeling i mean it could be eight years it could be eight months you're still going right. to feel awkward i right. i would think you know yeah, and I mean, she was kind of defensive when last episode when she was talking to her sister and her sister was saying it's too fast. And she was like, well, there's no time limit on grief and this, that, and the other thing. But at the same time, you're only communicating with him through your phone. Right. He is a live, breathing human person in front of you right now. Right. That changes everything. And, you know, he's he's being honest. He's like, you know, she spent 11 years with someone, you know, so I'm going to try to be patient. And, you know, he's saying all of the right things. He is, and that's kind of why I warmed up to him. Mm-hmm. He might just be a charmer, and I I clearly <laughs> fall for it. So, don't fall for the charmers. I do. They they have all the right lines. Charmers um, with an accent. That's huh? me. I said a charmer with an accent. Yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> and you know, he put roses on the bed, and she facetimes with her kids, and then she starts getting all cryy, you know. And he's like, you know, it's okay, like you know, the you. Clearly, she has, like you said, a lot of guilt all the way around, you know? Yeah. yeah. And um, then she goes, she's like, you know, I'm going to go take a shower. And he's like, sure. And then we get a, he's laying in bed with no shirt on. And I'm like, oh, God. I I mean, why not? Be interesting. And then she, like, starts bitching. Like, why didn't you clean out the, you know, the counter so I have some space to put my things? And it's like. Okay, ma'am, you can't go from like being like cryy to bitchy to like it's not going to work. No, but I mean, at the same time, she's overwhelmed. She's in a place that it's not her home. She's probably tired. She misses her. There's a lot of shit going on. Okay, but who took her there? She took herself there. I know. So it's like remember, she's young. Yes, but it's like I'm just kind of like, you know, I would feel the same way. Like I don't have anywhere to put my stuff, but probably not that moment to like snap at someone in order to get them to move their stuff. You know, no, because I think why do you think about it? And it's like like we're probably more well-traveled than she is. I'm not entirely sure this is the she's probably the first time she's been out of the country. Right. So and then it's just it's I don't want to make excuses for her, but. I just think that she's going through a lot and she doesn't know how to, she's just taking it out on him. It has nothing to do with him. Yeah. It's everything to do with her discomfort in the moment. Yeah. And she's like, we're absolutely not having sex tonight. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. (laughs) That's not what he thinks, but okay. I don't know if he was expecting it, but. Right. Right. And then like, you know, I think that was it with them, right? Well, they talk, they FaceTime the kids, which her son had me like in stitches being like, are you, can I see the bedroom? Oh Yeah. I was like, little boy, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> you had me in stitches. And can we just talk for a half a second about Rasband's apartment or his yeah. home or whatever? Yeah, and how looked- it is so perfectly like social media ready. Oh, yeah. Every it like a corner, studio. Every corner of it with yeah. the lighting and everything's perfectly set up. I was like, wow. Yeah. It's he a lot of work to be an influencer. What? I said he wasn't lying that that's his job. No, like it takes a lot of work. Yeah. Everything has to be perfect. That's yeah, exhausting. He has a nice apartment. It's a very nice apartment. It was just, I was like, wow, it's like walking into a TV studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he wants. He does. And I think, yeah, I think that was it with them. Oh, then there was the thing with the tissues. This got me. Okay. We're talking about her being young. When she asks him why he has a box of tissues next to his bed. And I thought she was kidding. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we all, I mean... I'm not going to assume why he has tissues next to the bed, but the first thing that came to my mind, because I guess 
my mind is a lot more in the gutter than hers was for stuff. But um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Like she just, she's reading really, like you said, like really young and like that question. And then there was something else too that, that happened. And I was just like, oh, Amanda. <laughs> yeah. She just feels, she feels young. She yeah. feels young. She feels out of place. She feels like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I'm here. She feels like regret and lost hope and dreams. Like that's just what she feels like in this moment. I yeah, hope. I'm... No, I was just going to say, I'm seeing a lot of guilt and a lot of regret with her. So yeah, hopefully, I hope she, hopefully she gets better. Grows out of it. And Rose was not that old either. So, I mean, she's young. He's younger. Oh, he's younger than her. He's only 26. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope she gets better. But, you know, we don't know. Like, I don't know what we saw next week. I can't remember. Um, I don't remember. No, I don't remember. what. I don't remember a lot of what was on coming up next week. Yeah. I don't, I don't, you know but, what? Honestly, I don't think I watched it. Saying all of that about next week, we will not be here next week. Well, it's week. a good thing I don't know what's happening next <laughs> week. <laughs> Um, we will have a super size show for you, I believe on the, what day did we say? The 26th? Um, it'll be the following. So hopefully we'll get to record on the 26th. Yes. All of us should be back. full strength. Yes. By then. But we will be taking next week off. Not because, you know, we want to, but you know, life, life happens. Unless you all want to listen to just me. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even want to listen to just me. Life happens, so I won't be here, and Lynn won't, you know, can't do the podcast by herself. Not won't, she can't. Um, Or she doesn't want to, or all of those things. I choose not to ruin the show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the week after, we should all be back. I'm not making promises, but I am thinking we should all be back. Um, Kelly should be um, back from her trip around the world and um, back on the podcast. So um enjoy the next week um we'll we will be you. watching though so like yeah. if you see anything that you like we should talk about in the podcast go ahead and like message us on instagram and we'll like yeah. we'll definitely like bring it up bring it up um but a supersized show definitely on the 26th whether or not kelly's back fingers crossed yes and um i also have one last thing to say happy anniversary to my husband <gasps> It's a big one. Can't believe we are still this young yet have oh been married God. so long. <laughs> I know. I know. Congratulations. Um, yes, it's a big one. So, um Are you yes. guys doing anything? Um no. That's when where we went to that like experimental dinner. Gotcha. And, yeah. Okay. That was that was That it. was that was it. <laughs> yeah. Here's no big party. Maybe maybe in another uh, ten years we'll throw a big party, or maybe another twenty years we'll throw a big party. Oh, all um, right. twenty years throwing a big party. Hmm. Will I even huh. remember it? Yes, <laughs> you'll remember it. <laughs> I also think our anniversary is a different. I am the one that thinks our anniversary is on one day versus the other. Like he remembers it, and I don't. So there's that. Huh? Yeah. Which one of you is right? He's correct. Oh. Yeah, because I keep going, oh, something's happening on the 14th. I, I, <laughs> do I have to do something? That's and my half like, birthday. I was like, well, it's flag day. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, it so is yes, fl- and it's I'm Lynn's half one. birthday. You can send huh? me half of a cake. There you go. Yeah, half, yeah we could do half of the cake. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, so are you good? 
yes, I'm good. That's it. Everybody That's have it. a wonderful next week. And um, remember, we promised you a supersized show. So um, we're going to bring it. We will deliver. We promise. Okay. Bye. Bye.